everyone how you guys doing welcome to the show baby we are at uh, episode 479 i would like to welcome wander to the throttle club thanks for uh joining and you can uh, now get into all the member only section not only on uh, youtube but on uh, harleyliberty.com and discord if you want to join the throttle club all you have to do is go over to the youtube channel and hit join you cannot miss it man it's real easy just hit that join we got three levels of support uh dollar 99 a month 3.99 a month and 9.99 a month if you would like to donate to the show you can do so over on super chat or cash app at dollar sign motorcycle madhouse all your support is appreciated and uh all those that have donated you guys are cool if you don't feel like to donate enjoy everything it's free as scooter tramp scotty would say you know scooter tramp man uh scotty he's everywhere man it's pretty cool isn't it everywhere he's like i think he's in mexico right now that's what i call an old school scooter tramp man he's just living the life must be a hard life, man. I don't know. Uh, but I don't know if I'd be able to do that. Uh, it takes a special kind of breed. But uh, anyway, we got some important stuff coming up today. Boy, do we. The Supreme Court is about to rule if cops can go and grab your guns without a search warrant or any of that type of stuff. Uh, it's probably the red flag law, who knows, but, uh, you know, that right now is, <laughs> it's on their docket, and we're gonna go read a story about that. Also, uh, I think it violates, uh, the Fourth Amendment. We've been talking about the Fourth Amendment forever. Also coming up in the news, uh, the Fed just, uh, sentenced, uh, a member of the Pagans for, uh, uh, gun charges or something like that i'll have to uh look it up but uh anyway it is uh how's the audio hopefully it sounds fine you had a, you know what we've been having a hell of a time with the audio man i'm going back and forth back and forth with mixers and baby i'm getting aggravated i can tell you that uh, so let's get into our main subject uh, today, and that happens to be the Supreme Court deal. And uh, this is scary, sad state of affairs. Right here it is with Forbes. Supreme Court will decide whether police can enter a home to seize guns without a warrant. And uh, let me tell you something. For those people that were naysayers saying, well, they won't do that, uh, yeah, they will. And they have been doing it with these red flag laws. A lot of us bikers, uh, we carry, uh, and we're legal, we carry guns on our persons where states allow, and we also love guns. But with the new administration, they don't like guns so much. I'm betting give it about uh, six to seven months, and they're going to try to push in something very crazy. There's one bill right now where they say you have to, uh, and they came from uh, that moron down in Texas, 
uh, Sarah Jackson, whatever it is, man. I, you know what? I can't. St- I'm not going to get into that. But anyway, she introduced a deal where you have to register. You'd have to take a federal firearms course. Totally killing the Second Amendment. And I blame this 6-3 to three Supreme Court deal, even though they claim to stand with gun rights. We got a moron as Chief Justice, and I think it was Kavanaugh. He said, well, why ain't we taking up any gay, uh, gun cases and stuff? I just can't stand the. You know what? Every, I think they really need to be voted, man, and term women just like everybody else. I think they're freaking worthless is what I think. Uh, but they haven't taken up any uh, gun cases since Heller. And what they need to do once and for all is say you either got a Second Amendment or you don't. It's that easy, man. Stop dancing around the case. Read the Constitution as it is. And then make your decision. Everybody's getting sick of these gun control laws. All these people going around and saying, well, you know, you need to go do a firearms test. I really wish you would have tried to do that in the West or in the early days of this country, man. That's how bad everything has really gotten. And now the law enforcement, yesterday's uh, segment, we covered how prosecutors and law enforcement are overstepping the bounds when it comes to some of these laws like RICO and uh, gang enhancement. It's just stupid. Anyway, if you haven't heard of this one, you need to. Evan Gerstman out of Forbes writes, and he claims he's a professor and published on constitutional and educational issues. Everybody's an expert. Uh, The Fourth Amendment right against warrantless searches of a person's home is a pillar of Americans' constitutional liberties. Before a police officer or any other government official can enter your home, they must show a judge that they have probable cause that they will discover specific evidence of a crime. Now, what's funny about that is it's not real hard to dial a judge, as I call it, and get yourself a search warrant. It's not hard at all. They do it all the time. So I, that's another way that they skirt the law. Half of these people, most of them, probably golf together. It's just insane. You know, a two-minute deal, and boom, here's your freaking warrant. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, There are some limited uh, exceptions to this right. There is an extingent circumstances exception. If a police officer looks through a home's window and sees a person about to stab another person, the officer can burst through the door to prevent the attack. There is also the emergency aid exception. If the officers looked through the same window and saw the resident collapsing from an apparent heart attack, the officer could run into the house to administer aid. Neither of these cases violates the Fourth Amendment, and few would argue that it should be otherwise. Very interesting. Very interesting. You know what? I don't want to seem heartless or anything, but a Fourth Amendment's a Fourth Amendment. 
I don't know what the, if the framers were thinking that type of deal when they made it. Uh, but it, over the years, they really eroded the Fourth Amendment and what it has to mean. So, uh, you know, then they're going to, next thing you know, well, it's a red flag law. Well, they're a danger to themselves and uh, everybody in the community. So we have to go in and get it. See, that's how they skirt stuff. However, there is a broader cousin of these amendments called the Community Caretake. And there it is. Uh, exception it originally derives from a case in which the police took a gun out of the truck of an impounded vehicle without first obtaining a warrant. The Supreme Court held that there is a community caretaking exception to the Fourth Amendment's warrant requirement. See, that's where they... It's pretty funny. These judges, these so-called Supreme Courts that are supposed to uphold the Constitution, ruling, uh, rule on the validity of the, what the police are bringing towards uh, freaking uh, prosecutors and a criminal type of deal, of what the Constitution, letter by letter, is supposed to say. Now, you got some people that are called originalists, and then you got people that are called... Uh, dummies that say the Constitution's an you know, evolving document. I don't believe that. Uh, I'm an originalist. And I do not believe that this goes... Uh, I do believe this goes against the Fourth Amendment. Because uh, community caretaking exception, the cops can say every damn thing they want. Just like they do with this gang enhancement crap. They can just make it up... As much as they want. Make it up, you know, as they go type of deal. Anyway, totally divorced from the detection, investigation, or acquisition of evidence relating to the violation of a criminal statute. The court held that police activity and furtherance of these functions do not violate the Fourth Amendment as long as it's executed in a reasonable manner. One thing, another thing I don't uh, get is how these judges who are supposed to be blind uh, to all freaking sides are allowed to be a part of a political party. That is just nonsense, if you ask me. Uh, note that unlike the first two exceptions, this exception is not limited to immediate emergencies. In the Supreme Court case just described, there was only a general concern that vandals might eventually break into the impounded car and steal any weapons that were in the trunk. So the community care exemption is far broader than the other two. What I was saying earlier, they'll use that broadness to skirt the damn law. And, uh, you know, because I read these things as I go with you guys, but I can almost guarantee that's similar to what they're trying right now with uh, the warrantless searches of a home for a gun. Also, all three exceptions allow warrantless searches so long as the police officer acted reasonably. <laughs> officer and reasonably do not go together. Can we agree on that? They don't go together. That is one of the easiest constitutional standards to meet and is a significantly lower standard than probable cause. 
which is required for a warrant, as long as an officer might reasonably think that a warrantless search will alleviate a danger to the community, the search is considered constitutional. Now, here is the scary part. You got five Republicans, you know, Roberts, I don't consider him a, a, a one. He's a lefty. He's just like everybody else that claimed to be freaking Republicans and went left. But anyway, anyway, they always fall on the side of cops. That's why you got to worry right now. Until that decision's handed down, you don't know what the hell they're going to do. There is a vigorous debate about whether the community care exception can apply to searches of a person's home as well as their car. Now, cars are out in the public square, so yeah, they're going to skirt the community exception, but somebody's home? I don't think so, man. If that's the case, you'd have cops breaking down your damn door because they said, well, we had a worry. We're reasonably thinking that you're a danger to community. Vehicles always had less Fourth Amendment protection than homes, which are considered a person's most private sphere. Federal courts have been divided on this question, and now the Supreme Court has not ruled. Now we're going to see. The court has just announced that it will hear arguments next month. On a case that presents this issue, Canalia, or yeah, Canalia uh, versus Strom. In this case, uh, the plaintiff was arguing with his wife, and Mello uh, dramatically put an unloaded gun on the table and said, Shoot me now and get it over with. His wife called a non emergency number for the police who arrived shortly after. The police disagreed about whether he was acting normal or agitated, but they convinced him to take an ambulance to the local hospital for evaluation. The police did not accompany him. While he was on the way to hospital, she told the wife, told the police that her husband kept two handguns in the home. The police decided to search his home for the guns without obtaining a warrant. Let's see, wait a second here. Wait a second here. She gave him permission. See, this is where they're going to get this freaking deal through. She gave them permission to search. At that point, I don't think you need a warrant. Uh, the consent to have the police search their home was legally negated because the police untruthfully told her that her husband had consented to the seizure of the any guns. Oh, wait a second. Now that turns everything around where they claim that they had his permission. But they were, you know, the judge puts it in their hands to be reasonable. That was a lie. How's that even, uh, how's that even debatable right there? The police located and seized the two guns. Uh, he sued for the violation of his Fourth Amendment right to privacy and his Second Amendment right to keep handguns in the home for self-protection. The First Circuit uh, Court of Appeals, which is the federal court just below the Supreme Court, sided with the cops. Again, conservatives. The court wrote, 
At its core, the community caretaking doctrine is designed to give police elbow room to take appropriate action when unforeseen circumstances present some transient hazard that requires immediate attention. Understanding the core purpose of the doctrine leads uh, to the conclusion that it should not be limited to the motor vehicle context. Slowly stripping away at your constitutional right, these judges. Slowly, they're, they're nipping. That's what they're doing. They're nipping. It is certainly true that police need a good deal of discretion in carrying out their very complex and sometimes dangerous duties. But they are also powerful agents of the government and their power is supposed to be restrained by the Bill of Rights. You're damn right. The Fourth Amendment is supposed to protect the home above all other places. And whatever one's view on gun control may be, the Supreme Court has clearly held that the right to keep handguns in the home is at the core of the Second Amendment. I bet our framers would be like freaking out right now with this uh, type of example. They'll be like, hell no. You know, one of the reasons why there was the Fourth Amendment, uh, besides the illegal search and seizure stuff, was the British troops invading people's home, man. Come on. Unlike the extingent circumstances and emergency aid exceptions, the community caretaking exemption is not limited to circumstances where there is no time to apply for a warrant. So a cop can basically say, well, we didn't have time. We had to act. And the question of what sort of caretaking falls under this exemption is extremely vague. That's what they want. They want it vague. They want it vague. That's how it is. <laughs> Unreal. Uh, and add the question of uh, the sort of caretaking falls under this exception, again, is extremely vague. Will the police be able to use it, for example, conduct warrantless searches of political protesters' homes? Remember, last episode, 478, we talked about that case happening in uh, Phoenix right now. Where they arrested 17 people, three minors, and put them on the gang list and are charging them as a gang, political protesters. And I'm, uh, That's a very good question. Let's go over it again. Will the police be able to use it to, for example, conduct warrantless searches of political protesters' homes to make sure they aren't planning on violent behavior at their next political rally. The Supreme Court is going to take a very close look at this case, and there's good chance that they will overrule the lower court's decision. Let's hope so, but I know with them, the justices, usually what happens if they're going to side with the cops. That's just the way they do things. But this is one of the reasons, you know, we've been covering a lot of laws, a lot of legal cases that pertain to bikers and stuff, and this is why. Because if you don't know the laws, your rights, the all that kind of stuff, you're going to be out there with your ass hanging out in the air. 
ignorance ain't a defense to this kind of stuff. It really isn't. And that's why most people get screwed in court. <laughs> uh, let's go on to the main uh, news story today. And that is the Southern District of West Virginia. By God, West Virginia. Uh, the de Department of Justice. Two felons sentenced to federal prison for gun crimes. Uh, Mike Stewart announced uh, that two felons were sentenced to uh, federal prison. Uh, John Brady Studenek, a member of the Pagans Motorcycle Club, was sentenced to 42 months in prison for being a felon in possession of a firearm. Upon release, he will be under supervised release for an additional three years. The United States requested and the court imposed a sentence above the range recommended by the United States Sentencing Guidelines for this case due to his history of violence. He previously admitted that he was riding a motorcycle on 7th Street in Parkersburg when an officer with the police department attempted to perform a traffic stop. Now, I'm under the, uh, you know, the impression that the Constitution says you got a right to bear arms. Now, if you do your time and pay your debt to society, why can't you own a gun? A lot of these gun laws were passed after the assassination of Robert, or John F. Kennedy. So, I still don't get it. Where is this coming from? I think down in Texas they actually do do this where if you pay your time you do your time you're allowed your guns back. You paid your debt to society. Just because you're a felon doesn't mean you cannot own a gun. That's just my freaking point of view. I don't know yours. Uh, he fled eastbound on 7th after the officer activated the overhead lights and siren. Maybe, you know, he, he was scared. I don't know. Maybe he thought it was a fake cop. In the process, he was uh, traveling approximately 90 miles an hour. Uh, he passed multiple vehicles using either a turning lane, so he, he broke loose. Eventually, he wrecked the motorcycle on Core Road and was taken into custody following a brief physical struggle, which he initiated by charging the arresting officer. Oh, sure. He charged him after just getting off of you just wrecking a bike. <laughs> Come on. Uh, the person was searched, loaded uh, Taurus 9 mil was located in his waistband. Only thing I would have done is I had to chuck that sucker. Uh, uh, ammunition as well as approximately 20 grams of meth and a small amount of mar marijuana were also found. Uh, he was not legally permitted to possess a firearm due to a previous conviction for a felony event of malicious assault on the 22nd of uh, September 2010. Again, he paid his dues. He paid his dues from that crime, so why can't he have a gun? Now, I don't agree with the meth and all that kind of stuff, but I'm talking about the gun part. Pay your time, you do your time, you pay. You, that's what you do. And then you get your stuff back.
Uh, Ronald Sales of Charleston, this is another guy, was sentenced to 21 months in prison for being a felon in possession of a firearm. He also was sentenced to a concurrent term of eight months in prison for violating his term of supervised release. Unfreaking real. This is from the Southern District of West Virginia. But do you guys agree, man? If they do the time, let them have their fucking gun. Anyway, now something we're learning from overseas. Ain't this a freaking surprise? The Andrews anti bikey laws fall flat. <laughs> Good deal. You know, some people over there in Australia might like freaking rights. Uh, the labor anti-association laws are yet to be used against, or again, highlights the Daniel Andrews failure to tackle serious organized crime. Well, I guess he likes, you know, people having their rights, man. Uh, a review of labor's anti-association orders, which promised to stop bikey gangs in their tracks, has found that in the more than five years since their introduction, they remain unused with no orders having been issued to date. Maybe because even the cops over there know it's stupid. Anti-association orders are an important policing tool to prevent criminals from organizing and have been used under similar legislation in New South Wales, to issue 8,500 warnings to 2,400 people within a four-year period. Now, that is why I love our Bill of Rights, man. Our freaking, uh, all our rights in the, you know, the Constitution to associate with who we want to. No matter what the hell they say, you still have that right to do so. Even though when you're going under the criminal freaking spear, they tell you who you can and cannot associate with. Freaking real. Uh, Labor's failure to act on these broken laws comes as Victoria Police data confirms outlaw motorcycle gang members have risen from 1,200 to 2,112 between 2013 and 2020. And anti-gang uh, or gun firearms prohibition orders continue to be held back by a slow rollout. Daniel Andrews' fail laws are giving organized criminals across the nation the green light. You know what's funny is you guys would be really screwed if clubs over there decided not to wear colors on their back. You'd be really screwed at that point. Let's see your uh, anti-consortium laws actually work if that was the freaking case. Yeah, right. Anyway, uh, as stated by Shadow Minister for Police and Community Safety, quote, it's clear Daniels is asleep at the wheel on community safety when after five years, these broken laws still haven't been fixed. Daniel, you know what? I'm going to have to freaking say, you can kind of, the anti-bikey laws and the gang enhancement laws are kind of one and the same. Do you agree or no? Oh, I don't know. Labor has left police with one hand tied behind their back in local communities fending for themselves. You know what? There was a report and there was a study out of Australia that pointed out most of the crime ain't done by the bikies or the clubs. I think it was 0.01% or something like that. 
So you're making a mountain out of a molehill, if you ask me. Uh, Daniel Andrews needs to bring new laws before Parliament. You know, that's one thing I can't even stand about the United States is the fact that we have all these laws on the books, all of them, and the next thing you know, something happens, let's say the 6th of January, and all of a sudden, more laws need to be passed. What kind of crap is that, really? We already got the stupid Patriot Act, and yet, you know, that comes up for a renewal every four years. And every four years, they re-up it like it's nothing. I think the only one that is against uh, re-upping it and government interference and all that good stuff is Rand Paul. Uh, nobody in that freaking Congress that are supposed to represent us gives two crap, man. They'll just approve it because they always say national security. Or it's for the safety of the American people. We gotta pass it. We gotta give our law enforcement the tools to protect us. That's always the excuse, man. They never go through the data. See, okay, is this law actually working or is it hindering the lives of our people? And that act has really uh, hurt a lot of people around this country since it was act, uh, enacted. When they enacted it after uh, the uh, 2001, after those attacks, it was... Fly at the seat of your pants. It was all emotional reaction. And that's what a lot of these laws are, especially when it comes to gun control. Something pops off, next thing you know, everybody else has to be freaking punished for it. And what they won't tell you is they want an Australian type of gun grab. Uh, they want to go after private citizens and say, oh, we want to help people. Well, the problem with that is we got a straw man law on the books. That takes care of people that, you know, shouldn't have them. You don't need to make new laws against something like that. That's what I'm saying. You make new laws or you go for the gun grabs or, you know, you want to scare people into thinking there's assault weapons on the street when all they are is dressed up and they make you, they're scary looking to you. You know, politicians are, you know what, they're pieces of crap. They really are. They got no dignity. They got no freaking uh, respect for the Constitution of the United States. It's only about their big deal as it comes to their donors. These people don't represent us anymore. They don't. And the problem with us is you let them do this stuff by electing them over and over and over again because people are too lazy to look into their viewpoints on issues and you just vote DNR. That's all you vote for. You don't care. It's okay. I'm a hardcore this. Or I'm a hardcore that. No, what you are is a hardcore schluck because you're uninformed and you're ignorant. And it's that ignorance that starts all the ball rolling and it just snowball, you know, snowballs along. Next thing you know, we're sitting there like, you know, we have no rights and stuff. That's just my opinion on that. Let me know what you guys think in the comment section, especially about 
Uh, if a felon's already done his time, if he should get his rights back, which I think so. Uh, with that, you guys have a good one. Don't forget to uh, join us on Discord, man. I love that Discord. And go over and visit HarleyLiberty.com for more biker news. I'm Adi.